on Sky Sports Radio. You're listening to Racing HQ. Racing HQ. And now, a complete analysis of the form for today's major New South Wales race meetings. Let's get a look at our meetings today, and we're going to start with uh, Kembla Grange and Wayne Harris will join us. Hello, mate. Morning, Dave. How are you? Very, very good. Kembla today looks a beautiful day and a big day too for the Provincial Midway Qualifier. We'll start in race one. Bush Girl is a 3.20 favourite. Yeah, Matty. Look, we had a fair bit of rain here like early in the week, but the heat has just dried it up and it's gone to a good track. I just think uh, a bit of natural juice in it's probably going to help. Um, we had a lot of horses go around um, yesterday to sort of knock the scratchings around a bit today. But anyway, smallish type field in the first. I've gone this way, numbers four, three, six, and one. I'm going with Blake Ryan's horse, number four, Midori Giant. He's been a big one-pace, slow-learning type of horse. But uh, I thought his run at Goulburn was the other day. was very, very good. Gets up to 1,600, setting up here today. And he was placed at Newcastle over 1,600 last prep. And I thought he got his chance here today with that uh, bit of race fitness and experience. I thought number three, High Dandy, the, bro- uh, the Brad Widdup horse here. He's had the one run at Canterbury back in June last year behind the little pumper. So he didn't get bit all that far there. I thought he stuck on okay. Now, this prep, he's had a couple of trials and... Uh, Brad put a set of blinkers on him for his last trial, and I thought he trialled very, very well there. So he'll be well found, I think, here today. I'm sure he'll run well. Bush Girl will probably start favourite. Uh, she's the one that's uh, been running on very, very well. Greenness has probably cost her winning a race so far. And she's come back to 1,600 metres here, so I've just gone to the other horses. She has been running over the uh, 18, 1,900, the first couple of runs. But the stable uh, is flying, Kerry Parker's horses. And the other one thrown in is another low here, El Toro's son. Got the most race experience in the race. Um, he raced the front. Look, he just got run down last start. But I think he meets a couple of horses. Might be a bit better. Four, three, six and one. Race two at 2.40 here, Private Legacy. Yeah, I've gone uh, numbers two, one, three, five. Hard not to tip her. Uh, she's a filly that uh, Greg Hitman ran in some nice group races last prep. Was turned out after running midfield in the flight stakes of group one. She's had the one run back. She just ran out of real estate there at Goulburn first up. She goes 1,300, goes to 1,600 metres here. Tommy Berry went all the way down to ride her, which he normally doesn't go to Goulburn. He rides her again here today for his good mate, Greg Hickman. Got to tip it. I thought number one, Rattle and Hums the Query horse, former Irish horse that um, is now with uh, Michael Friedman. He won at Sligo um, over 2,600 metres, and all his runs were over there over longer trips. The way he's trialled here, he showed very, very good speed. I'm sure he'll run well. And first up over the 1600s, a, uh, a good kick up, I think. Then you've got Highborn Harry. Now, he's, I think his form's better than uh, reads on paper. Uh, he's had the two runs back from a spell, going to 1600 metres, should be his peak now. The other one I'm is number five. This is the moment, hasn't been beaten far in recent runs. Two, one, three, five. All right. Uh, in race three, Benita Queen is your favourite. Yeah, she'll go quick. I don't think she'll get as easy in front. I know she's a flying machine, but there's also like Hurt Money and a couple of others there that will keep her company. That's why I've gone this way, two, seven, three, and one. I've gone with negotiations. Nice horse from the Kieran Mar camp. He's an I'm Invincible. One of the Chuka back in July last year, and then first up, Sydney Way of Going. He was very good winning at Wyong. He was slow away. He was wide, wobbled around the turn, and the dash he showed, I thought, down the straight. Well, that was a big win. I think he's quite promising. Uh, I know the only thing that both these wins have been on soft tracks, gets a good track here today. But just hoping the others keep her the company up 
front Benita Queen. She's a flying machine, as I said. Gets her own way in front. Uh, she'll be hard to beat. She bolted in when allowed to lead there at Hawkesbury recently. And uh, I've got nothing against her. I just think this other horse might be a nice galloper if they keep her company. Then I've got number three, uh, which is uh, Hurt Money. So has a run since June last year, flying in his two trials. And I think he can run well. And I thought the top weight here, Troika, is always very consistent. Another one that won't be far away from the inside draw. Two, seven, three, and one. All right. What about Nivedano in race four? It's well back. That's 290. Yeah, he's been well found, hasn't he? One, three, five, and two. He's been gilded since that last prep. His only run was at uh, Hawkesbury. And it was a little bit flat, a little bit plain. But he looks stronger this time in. He's had uh, two rows or trials, second in one and one the others. He showed good speed in both of them, so the gelding may have just helped him there. Kira McAvoy to ride. Got him on top of number three, extremely frilly. She's racing well. She found the line strongly first up there at Hawkesbury. I think she'll be giving this other horse a little bit of start. That's why you've got to go, I think. Then you've got number five, Cool and Calm, resumes here. Uh, two nice trials. One is uh, one, one of those, those at Hawkesbury. Um, sure he'll run well. And number two, Swift Sweet. On her best form, she could win the race. She was terrible first up at Newcastle. Uh, that was the first run for the new camp. She couldn't win in group races last prep uh, with Mark Newnham. So she's obviously better than that. She's a city place getter and such. So uh, just got to see her produce her best. One, three, five, two. Okay, uh, we go to race number uh, five. And O Tycoon here, 270. Yeah, I've gone the other way. Five, one, ten, and four. I'm going with the Philly five. Oh, sorry, giving me up from the uh, Tim Martin camp. Um, she put two very good provincial wins together. She's an absolute flyer, and she's a free runner with the three kilos on. She'll lead them up here. She it stretched her out to the uh, not, uh, sorry the fifteen hundred Rose Hill, and she went too quick, and that she's found wanting down the straight. So he's give her a, bit, a good month or so freshen up. Brought her back to the 1,200. She'll give him something to chase. Otai Kuhn's a very good provincial runner. He's just not up to it in town, I don't think. Although he has been placed there, all his three run, uh, wins have been a provincial grade, and two of them... Actually, one of them's here at Kembla Grange. Good last start winner at Wyong. I like. I think he likes a big track here, so uh, he's definitely the danger. Big weight, but Molly Burke rides very well with the two kilos off. That's a big plus. I think one of them will win it. Then you go down to number 10, uh, Royal Invader. She's a uh, mare that's got a fair bit of class about her too. Her runs lately have been very good since coming up from Melbourne. And uh, where I go then? Oh, yeah, I just thought it was a big watch for number four, Destiny's Delight, another one from the Kieran Mark camp. Uh, it's a uh, former New Zealander. It came over and won in Geelong. It won a Pertoe before it came over. It won at Geelong back in April last year. Resumes here. Couldn't get a guidelines trials. Just watch the market there. So five, one, ten, and four. Okay, let's go to race number six. And O'Shea's runner here has had support. Um, when Banyama? Yes, I've gone with him. Six, three, twelve, and four. I think he showed a bit of potential last prep. His, his only run was here at Canberra, and he was all over the place. He was all at sea. He was slow away. Never got into the hunt there. Um, he's been gelded since then. Another good Tommy Berry ride. And look good winning two trials. One at Slaced at Roundwick. I know there's a bit of give in the ground on that occasion, but gee, won it in smart time. Bit of an awkward draw, but I think he's come back stronger. I think the camp have always thought something of him. But Mr Caleb, I can't believe he hasn't won a race by now. He's uh, been placed in three of his six starts. He's got the ability. He was just nosed out at Newcastle first up. 
the winner laid all over him, and when it got when he got clear, I thought he found the line very very well. He's the main danger, I think. Then he go down to number twelve, Lady King, John O'Shea runner. Resumes he hasn't run since July last year. Two quietish type trials. I think there'll be uh, support for it. Then you got number four, Spanish Fox. His form is much better than Reed's on paper, and uh, he could be an improver here. Six, three, twelve, and four. In race seven, the big one, straight aces into two ten now. How can you go past him? One, mm. two, four, and three. Mate, he's got that grip form, hasn't he? He went third in the Rupert Clark down in Melbourne before going for a break. Then they were too quick for him uh, in the expressway behind King Sparta and such. But I thought he found the line quite okay. He, he, he stuck on quite well. I need to be beaten, what, just over, um, well, just under four lengths. So that's a good run for a race like this. Tommy Berry, and I don't think he's overweighted here with a 59. Um, uh, set weight race so um, I got him on top I thought Cloudland might have been the danger Chris Lee's had four there he scratched one got the three awful barrier uh, but he did run second in this race last year so he's a very very honest consistent horse and two very very good trials leading into this we'll need the luck from the draw though Willardow it's uh, it's just absolutely flying this gallop from the Mark Connors camp one four of eight now since its last win at Rose Hill that was back on the 20th of January. It's gone back and won a trial at Warwick Farm. Just a flyer, this one. So, got to throw it in the numbers. Then I thought number three, Batawa. Now cited from the Chris Lee's camp. Uh, number three, he's... Um, like, he had good form in Melbourne. Switched camps. Uh, he's had a couple of runs for Chris. And I thought his first up run for Chris was quite good. Raced in restricted room. I thought he held his ground all right there in a race at Canterbury. And I think he can run well here. So he's got pretty good second up form. Gone this way. One, two, four, and three in the main race. And what about to Sideshow in the last? Yeah, made him the best for the day. I've gone seven, one, ten, and four. Heap of scratchings in the race, I think, makes it a bit easier for him. I think he's one of those horses, I don't know if you agree, Dave, but some horses, when they get a bit of confidence out of a win, he's been threatening to win for a while. He had a couple of city placings, took him back, and uh, he won there at Hawkesbury in very, very good fashion. And he broke through there in good style, so I think he'll win again. Spell Tet might be the improver. Drops back to provincial grade here. A couple of last runs have been in city class races, and uh, I thought he ran quite well in his form here. Two runs at uh, Kembla for a win and a placing. Brings him in. Awful barrier. Young Roddick there taking us through off is a big help. Then I thought we'd throw in number 10, Hemsworth. He finished off okay first up there on that Kenzo track, and Molly Burke takes the two off here. And uh, is a winner second up. So he could be the dark horse there. And then they'll train in number four, Satinist. Oh, look, we haven't seen the best in this prep, I don't think, but he runs his best races here on his home track at Kembla. So in the last seven, one, ten, four. All right, Quaddy and Best. Quaddy and Best. Okay, first leg, five, one, ten. Six, three, four. One, two, four, three. Finish off with seven, one, and ten. I thought in the first race, race one, number four, Brock, uh, Blake Ryan's horse will be here very hard to beat. I think our best will make it race eight, sideshow number seven. Good stuff. Have a good day, mate. Thanks, mate. Good luck to everyone. We'll go to Mick Wallace now, who's at Bathurst. Hello, Mick. Hello. Hello, mate. So let's get straight into it. The first at Bathurst. Wandering Jack here, very short price favourite. A big firm on Paris Lad, 11 into 460, who was nommed for Armadale, but they come here, the Kavanaugh Stable. Yeah, I've gone uh, one, two, seven, and five here, putting Wandering Jack on top. Um, so he had the three starts, the two minor placings, and finished third at Dubbo last time behind Rouge Moulin in what's turned out to be a reasonable form race. 
And uh, look, I know Michael Mahone's always had a, a decent opinion of him. I didn't think this was the strongest race you've ever seen. Uh, from the inside gate, he'll posse up just behind the speed, one would imagine. And I think he gets his opportunity to break through. Uh, two, Namoy River goes in for a second from the Greg Hickman stable. Um, last start there at Warwick Farm Fish at the tail of the field um, behind uh, Tellez has since been back to the trials and trialled nicely at Warwick Farm. Uh, seven, Dusty Rubble. Um, I know he's a pretty hard horse to catch. In fact, yet, yet to win through 41 starts, but has been going around some reasonable provincial races. And I thought back to country grade might be able to sneak into the placings. And uh, five, Thunderous, this colt uh, trained by Gary Portelli. Um, has had just the one race start um, in a pretty hot race behind Shangri-La Express. Ran into a few dead ends and was beaten around 10 lengths. So he's going to be much better suited at Bathurst today. One, two, seven and five. Okay. In race two, uh, you've got Carbrook, 155. Uh, but everyone wants to tip you this on your speed. Uh, it's been 515 to $3. Yeah, like on your speed. I've got nine, one, six and seven. The trials have been... Uh, very good. A three-year-old filly by Exosphere uh, won a double trial, uh, defeating uh, Miss, Miss Naces, and uh, was never out of second gear. And then similar story in the latest Bathurst trial when third behind Green Pineapple. Um, the jockey, Jake Pracy Holmes, had a, a big hold of this filly. She looks like she's got a bit of size about her. If she can just uh, uh, not get too far out of the ground, I thought she might be able to get away with this. Uh, one, Carbrook's got the runs on the, on the board. Um, three starts, two minor placings. So last start there at Walker, um, probably had his chance when a, a beaten favourite, uh, finishing uh, third behind Distant. That followed a good run at Gunnada, when second behind Smoke on the Water, who we know has got a bit of ability. Uh, we'll throw in a six charge away, who can only improve off the the first up run when finishing seventh at Dubbo behind Rouge Moulin, uh, covered a bit of extra ground that day. And seven, the Mooch, best of the rest, nine, one, six, and seven. Okay, we go to race number two and Choice Witness here at 2.30. Yeah, I like Choice Witness. Uh, seven, five, two, and eight. Um, ticking over nicely. Looks to have a good amount of ability to Philly by Showtime. Uh, a winner at Dubbo, two back over the 1,100 metres, defeating Camp Cove by Big Space. Uh, and then last start, finished third at Dubbo uh, behind Canny Prospect, and that, that's better. I think there was more depth in that race, and she went pretty close. A good draw today. The informed break knock on board. Um, five Spirit runs deep, goes in for a second here. Um, always there and thereabouts. Uh, nine starts a win and three minus. Fourth at Goulburn behind Tickleberry at last start. Ran on well from midfield. Only be beaten a length and a half. Uh, two White Liars knocking on the door. Uh, Rob Potter's mare, uh, four, a four-time winner from 29 starts. Runner-up the last couple. Uh, second in the nation's capital uh, when sent out favourite behind Miss Stalwart last time. She'll get a nice run from a, a good draw. And eight, Burrower Girl um, goes around at a price here. Uh, this mare, who was fourth at Bajarabong last start behind Japinka, and that followed a, a close-up fifth at Bathurst behind uh, Staros. Um, she won't mind a little bit of cut out of the ground. Seven, five, two, and eight. Seven, five, two, and eight there for Mick Wallace. We go to race four, Hood River, 260. Uh, two ten nine and 5, going with uh, Kinology. Uh, Gary Patelli, Michaela Weir, uh, went around at Canterbury last start, was back and wide, and it's probably in the wrong part of the track. Would beaten just under five lengths by life coach. I find this easier. Has been placed second up in the past. Uh, 10, which is Lozen, uh, gets the inside draw. 
uh, last start to finish to fourth at Bathurst behind Bit of Banter, who's a pretty talented type. Was beaten five and a half lengths and was only getting mobile the last little bit. From that to inside draw, stepping up in distance, looks a beating big improver. Uh, nine, which is at Hood River. Would have liked to have seen a little bit more from this filly at Goulburn first up um, when finishing sixth behind Audrey's last. Uh, I think she has got some talent. She just needs to put it all together. And five, uh, Fascination Alley will be giving them a bit of a head start. Uh, should get back from an outside draw, but she'll be doing her best work late. Two, ten, nine, and five. Okay, uh, let's go to race number five, Packer, 240. Yeah, Packer looks the one to my eye. Two, four, five, and three. Um, I suppose the biggest issue with him has always been his win strike rate. But I think the victory last day will give him uh, some confidence. Um, he defeated Musical Affair and Fletchlow, and uh, both those horses turned up in the Central Districts Racing Association Country Championships with Musical Affair running second um, behind Lockdown Gamble. So the form's stacking up nicely. He's got a big weight, uh, 62 kilos, somewhat offset by Miss Stapleford's two-kilo claim. Um, I think he can win again. Um, we'll put in for a second for Abelius, who's a bit of a favourite of mine. Um, he handles plenty of racing. Um, he's a real durable type who was fourth at Wyong last up behind Take the Jackpot racing on speed. Uh, five, Michael Leon, I think, is definitely the uh, the knockout. I know uh, he's probably not the most reliable customer, but he's best good enough to win this, and he has been placed two or four at Bathurst in the past. And three, uh, Pants on Fire, a bit of a Rocks and Diamonds type. Uh, strung together wins at Dubbo before... Uh, Finishing out of the placings at the same track last start behind Syrian Star when beaten six lengths in a, a pretty strong race. I think Gate One's a big plus for her. Um, she can jump on the bunny, and um, if she's having one of the good days, she might just keep going. Two, four, five, and three. Okay, uh, let's go to the lucky last. Uh, Luai, 240. Uh, three, seven, one, and two. I thought my top two selections here at a price can run well. Uh, what about Scotty? Uh, goes on top, um, went around a championships preview race at Bathurst on a heavy track, uh, found the 1,200 too short, and he was probably spinning his wheels there on the heavy track. Um, he prefers it a little bit firmer, second up today from a good draw. Um, I think the distance will, will really suit, and I think he can run well. Seven-pound assault uh, sort of fits into a, a similar category. Um, I really do think he's a better horse on on top of the ground. He, he went around the class one on the same day at Bathurst behind Luai, beaten five and a half lengths. Uh, previous to that, and finished seventh at Bathurst, beaten uh, a length by a Star Ross in what was a pretty bunch finish uh, from gate number one with no weight on his back. I think he'll perform b- above market expectations. Uh, one Don Stefano's obviously got a future. Um, Dean Murphy sent uh, this three-year-old round at Hawkesbury when resuming. Uh, Nashra Willow was on board, was beaten less than two lengths by Flying Impala. Should find this easier, um, but does have the big weight. And a uh, two Luai, uh, hard to knock after a uh, putting together a couple of good wins uh, to Bathurst's last couple. Three, seven, one, and two. Okay. Uh, Quaddy and best, please. Yeah, look, uh, as far as the, the Quaddy goes, we're going to go one out with uh, horse number seven, Choice Witness, in the first leg. So seven in the first leg. In the second leg, we're putting in four numbers, two, ten, nine, and five. Uh, in the third leg, we'll put in three numbers, two, four, and five. And then in the fourth leg, three, seven, one, and two. Forty-eight dollars there for a hundred percent. Thought the best bet on the program was race three, number seven, Choice Witness. Love that placing at Dubbo last start. Think finds a suitable race and best value in the last race six, number three. What about Scotty? Great stuff. Thank you for that, Mick. Mick Wallace there with his thoughts on Bathurst, and we've also had uh, Wayne Harris with his thoughts on Kembla Grange. Just to recap the show this morning, and when we come to Racing HQ.
some plenty of good interviews. We had uh, James Cummings and Chris Roots join us. Steve Keane from the Illawarra Turf Club, Luke Price, Kerry Parker, John Sargent, the Minister for Racing in New South Wales, David Harris. And we were going to try and chat with Matt Dunn. Matt Dunn also. We might try and get to Matt now just to talk about some runners before we get to uh, Brittany Graham and also Simon Orchard uh, because we've got Going Grayson on the pace.